salutations, jerkazoids. According to my painstaking calculations, it is now 11 p.m. on Monday, February 5th, 2024. And that means it is time to subject your puny human eardrums to 60 full minutes of audio anguish so refined and exquisite that the tormented souls suffering in perdition's flame for all eternity will look upon ye wretched wasteoids with pity and commiseration. The name of the show is Radio Free Transylvania, and it is coming at you live from Treaty 7 land on CJSW 90.9 FM out of Calgary, Alberta, Canada. But more importantly, I am your host, the cognitive contagion of the late-night airwaves, the information hazard that makes Rocco's Basilisk look like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, the one, the only, Baron Mark von Frankenstein the 13th. And don't think for one single second that you can escape the inevitable by fleeing into the uncharted waste that lie beyond the reach of our mighty 18,000-watt broadcast tower, because the modern-day marvel of syndication extends my gruesome grasp into the furthest reaches of parts unknown, thanks to the combined efforts of CILU in Thunder Bay and Radio Laurier in Waterloo. But I digress! Now that we got the legally mandated formalities and introductions squared away, it's time to fire up the Wayback Machine for tonight's Transylvanian-style blast from the past. And I want all you wasteoids to assume the brace position and prepare for impact, because it was at approximately 2 a.m. on the morning of February 5th, 1958, that a United States Air Force B-47 bomber collided with an F-86 Sabre fighter jet during a simulated combat mission just off the coast of South Carolina. Ah, The pilot of the F-86 ejected and parachuted to safety just before his aircraft plummeted to the earth, but the B-47 managed to remain airborne. In the interests of safety, the bomber crew jettisoned their payload over the waters of Wausau Sound, adjacent to the coastal tourist spot of Tybee Island, Georgia. And what exactly was their payload, do you ask? Why, a single Mark 15 thermonuclear bomb weighing in at 3,400 kilograms and packing a whopping yield of 3.8 megatons, thus making it over 250 times more powerful than the bomb that leveled the city of Hiroshima during the Second World War. And you might think that something so large and radioactive and potentially devastating would be easy to find, especially in Georgia's relatively shallow coastal waters, but you would be wrong. Despite extensive recovery efforts, the nuclear device in question remains unaccounted for. And as far as anybody knows, it's still down there. Unless you think it's an isolated incident, you may be surprised to learn that it is only one of six nuclear weapons that the U.S. government freely admits to having misplaced since the end of World War II. I may be an omnicidal tyrant hell-bent on exterminating the entire puny race in the most gruesome and painful manner conceivable, but at least I know precisely where all my doomsday devices are at all times. And on that note, it's time to get this freak show on the road with a tribute to the Tybee Island incident of 1958, courtesy of the scientists. Here they come with Atom Bomb Baby.
mindless people laugh. A 66 word blown in half. They turn me down, say I got no spirit. Try to get me to stop, but I won't hear it.
construct. Space is an illusion. And in the cold, infinite vastness of the abyss, the only true reality is Radio Free Transylvania, broadcasting live on CJSW, 90.9 FM out of Calgary, and pre-recorded on CILU in Thunder Bay. I am your host, Baron Mark von Frankenstein the 13th, and we opened the show up with Adam Bomb Baby from The Scientist. After that, we had UIC doing Lockjaw Bay. Right there in the middle, we had a band called Crash Kills 5. They formed in Calgary back around 1979, then relocated to Toronto and put out one single called What Do You Do at Night? And then after that, they transformed into an instrumental group you might have heard of called Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet. After that, we had Color Me Psycho doing Black Corvair and wrap that set up with the head coatees doing a track called Money. It was originally taken all the way to the top of the pop charts way back in 1959 by Motown legend Barrett Strong, who was born on this date way back in 1941. Sadly, he passed away last year after an absurdly prolific decade-spanning career in the music biz, but he's gotta share the birthday glory with feather musician and real-life dead guy Hal Blaine, who shuffled off his mortal coil in 2019 at the ripe old age of 90. As a member of the now infamous group of L.A. session musicians known as the Wrecking Crew, he played drums on somewhere in the neighborhood of 35,000 recording sessions, which makes him pretty much the single most prolific recording artist of all time. He played with everyone from Elvis and Frank Sinatra to the Beach Boys and Neil Diamond, and in the process, he appeared on no less than 40 number one hits and an additional 150 top 10 hits, which means you've probably been unintentionally listening to him for most of your life without even trying, but I'm going to get this next set rolling with one from his seldom heard 1963 solo debut. Here comes Hal Blaine and the Young Cougars with The Phantom Driver.
sheer shock as vampires, demons, and ghouls meet the hideous wolf monster in Frankenstein's bloody terror. Don't miss Frankenstein's bloody terror. It's a super shock spectacle of hideous horror in Chillerama 70 and gory color. Rated GP.
than usual is doing so good. On top of that, we had the French Can-Can from Classy Punk. The Sirens doing Diversion. And we opened that set up with Hellblade. And the Young Cougars doing the Phantom Driver. The Trickersloid Hotline is now open at 403-220-3991. That's 403-220-3991. But before you pick up that phone, you better make peace with your creator and ensure that your affairs are in order because I am the heat-seeking missile of misanthropy known as Baron Mark von Frankenstein the 13th. And few, if any, puny human wasteoids have experienced my fury firsthand and lived to tell the tale. So if you know what's good for you, you'll sit down, shut up, and prepare to be dazzled by another electrifying assortment of tracks on wax exhumed from Castle von Frankenstein's legendary vinyl vault. And I'm gonna get things rolling with the lazy cowgirls doing crazy arms.
listening to the sensational and educational sounds of Radio Free Transylvania, live on CGSW in Calgary and pre-recorded on Radio Laurier in Waterloo. And I, I, I am the late-night disciple of doom known far and wide as Baron Mark von Frankenstein the 13th. We just heard D-Mob doing no room for you. On top of that, stuck in the graveyard from the rumble. Edie is a sweet candy from the 5678 right there in the middle. In the number two spot, we had Uranus doing Secret Agent Man. And we opened that set up with the Lazy Cowgirls doing a track called Crazy Arms, which is such a perfect segue into tonight's news flash from the Radio Free Transylvania Science Desk that you might be inclined to think I planned it that way. Among the various appendages and extremities bestowed upon your wretched species by billions of years of evolution, arms remain among the most popular. And no matter how many arms you may or may not have, there are probably times when you wish you had an extra one. In the past, all you could do was subject yourself to an assortment of radioactive and mutagenic substances and pray for the best. But thanks to the efforts of a robotics research team working at the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology, that hassle may soon become a thing of the past. That's right, lobotomites! They have designed a robotic third arm that straps right onto your chest as in controlled by a combination of eye movements and diaphragm contractions. Now, unlike prosthetic limbs, which are intended to replace missing or amputated appendages, the robotic extremity in question is specifically designed to augment the beauty human body's natural shortcomings. And in a series of clinical trials, the aforementioned researchers found that all the participants were able to learn how to control their new robotic arms quickly and intuitively without any major issues. Well, they believe that this kind of robotic augmentation could serve to drastically increase worker productivity in specific applications, and I don't know about you, meat bags, but I'm a busy guy, and the idea of being able to strangle 50% more jerkazoids per annum is precisely the kind of increase in efficiency that will take my plans for world domination to the next level. In honor of this momentous development, I'm going to get the last set of tonight's show rolling with one from a bunch of wasteoids who know exactly what I am talking about. Here comes Louise and the Wildfires with Cast Iron Arm. with me that only brings 
Something evil has been growing for 30 years.
that was the sedatives doing slip away. On top of that, we had cryonic regeneration with oh, you know, and we opened the setup with Louise and the wildfires doing cast iron arm. And that's it. That's all. That's everything for tonight. But you can rest assured that I will break free from the Reaper's cold embrace once again in seven short days. So make sure you tune in to Radio Free Transylvania next Monday night. Same Franken time, same Franken station. In the meantime, keep your dials planted firmly at CJSW 90.9 FM and don't none of you pathetic sacks of protoplasm dare forget that I am Mark von Frankenstein and you are not. <laughs> Calgary's only campus and community radio station on CJSW. Online at CJSW.com and on 90.9 FM in Calgary. 